What's up, guys? We're really horrible with introductions. This is our third take, so we're just going to go ahead and kick it off with We Are the Rock Bottom Foundation. I'm Ethan Hitchcock, and with me I have... I'm Hannah Hitchcock. Um, in case you don't know, we are brother and sister. Boom. Um, he's the favorite. Only because I'm very favorable. Okay, that goes from... Without being said, we don't need to discuss politics here, okay? <laughs> I'm the favorite at work, you know, so I guess it levels out. That's true. Yes, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not very good at the female side of recovery, so she gets the favorite in that part. It's just the fact. We are so glad that you guys are here with us today. Um, we appreciate your support. We are just starting off. Um, this is our very first podcast. Numero uno. Yes. Yes. And we're very, very excited. The Rock Bottom Foundation um, is very, very new. And the sole purpose of it is to connect the recovery community. Um, we have some some very big goals and things that we would like to accomplish here in Atlanta and all throughout Georgia, and um, we really can't wait um, for you guys to learn more about us and um, get involved if that's something that you want to do. But yeah, yeah, we are excited. Yes, to say the least. Um, so we're gonna kind of just breeze through some stuff, and just so y'all know, this is all like straight from the hip. We don't, we don't really write anything down. We don't rehearse anything. As you heard in the intro, this is our third take. We got about f- maybe 45 seconds into each one and realized we didn't like the way that shit sounded. Um, so this one's going to be long, concurrent. We're going to run with it. Uh, Hannah's brought together a couple ideas as far as topics that she'd like to talk about, things that kind of jazz her up and how she gets jazzed up. Um, so that being said, we're just going to kind of touch on motivation. Motivation. Whoa. It's one of my favorite topics because I'm always learning more about how to stay motivated and what, what motivates me and what keeps me that way. Um, I'm a very, very goal oriented person. However, like, there are always times when you get in a slump and you just don't feel like getting things done. Um, And that's why, like, I run after all of the personal development um, because I am the kind of person that needs a lot of things. I need to take in a lot of positive content in order to, like, really really pump me up um i also need a lot of um prayer and meditation but let me slow down a little bit um do you want to kick it off and just sort of tell us a little bit about like what motivates you yeah absolutely so i'm I'm extremely motivated by jazzercising um really think it's the foundation of my day i get up and just immediately start jazz dancing um <laughs> no i wish that's I w- a lie i wish i woke up with that sort of energy um i mean really 
motivation stems from several different pieces of, of what I do throughout the day. And I'll go ahead and tell you, like one of the biggest ones is morning routine. Could probably have a whole entire hour-long podcast on what that looks like. But just to kind of go over briefly, like my morning routine is usually more sporadic than I would wish for it to be. But it does consist of very important pillars. And what I mean by that is there's a specific uh, set couple things that I'm definitely going to do, regardless as to how much time I have to do them. And, you know, of course, as you can probably imagine, the more time you have, the more plotted your morning routine is, the better your day is going to go. It's just going to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's point blank. Had days where I jump out of bed and hit the ground running. Those days usually fucking suck. Um, the days when I like get up and know what I'm doing structured from, you know, 630 to fucking 930. Boom, I've set the pathway for success throughout my day, right? So, that being said, gonna throw out there one of the first things I do is I pray. I talk to the baby Jesus. <laughs> Just kidding. I talk to my higher power, whatever that looks like, and I'll go ahead and preface this with my higher power is a... a fucking just a multiplicity of different beliefs that i like to believe that other people also believe so uh you know this is not a one specific single uh religious higher power whatever you believe i love it and i believe it too because you believe it and it works for you and so that being said i shoot a prayer out and it's usually always just asking for service guidance um, wisdom, courage, you know, and, and, and so I, I pray for that because throughout my day, you know, upon the right motivation, which we'll get a little bit more in depth into, um, the whole entire goal for my day is to grow and, and whatever category, whatever area, if I can grow in multiple areas, if I can add new foundation to different things, Fuck yeah. But the whole entire overall goal and the first thing I like to think of throughout the day is I'm going to grow somewhere. And if I'm not doing that, does it make it an unsuccessful day? Um, sometimes you're just not going to accomplish or gain ground in different areas. But for me, that's really like first thing going through my head. Um, when I pray, I always pray kind of thinking about where I can grow. Um or where I can help somebody else grow, which, if you know us, we work in the recovery field, so that is what we do. We try to help anybody who wants to be helped grow, right? Definitely. Yeah. What about you? What's the first thing you do when you fall out of bed? So, I actually have a very structured morning routine. It is newly found um, when we entered Coronaville. I had some extra time and so I revamped the whole thing um, and I added some things into it. Um, First thing I do when I get up in the morning is grab a cup of coffee and I take the dog out. While I'm walking the dog, which is usually about 10 or 15 minutes, I talk to my higher power. Um, I ask for him to show me 
um, who I'm supposed to be of service to today, to t divorce um, my selfishness or any um, self-seeking or dishonesty. And I also, um, you know, I always open it up and say thank you um, for giving me another day. I literally walk outside and I'm like, good morning, God. Thank you for giving me another day. Like, show me what I can do for you today. Yes. And um, that works really well for me. I also um, always, always ask him to help me become the best version of myself, similar to what Ethan was saying about growth. Um, and then I pray for others as well. After that, um, I also go back down and sit inside and I will meditate um, for about 10 minutes or so, sometimes less, sometimes more. Um, but I visualize really, really clearly what I want my future to look like and the things that I want to manifest into my life. Um, and I try to like really feel how that will make me feel when those things do happen. Mm. Um, you know, that's what the experts say to do. <laughs> mm. And um, then I will also do writing in my gratitude journal, starting the morning off with gratitude really, really helps me to be right sized. It, you know, a I'm always in a much better place if I am grateful. Um, nobody wants the spoiled brat in me to come out, and it really just takes away my usefulness to anyone. Um, I also sometimes do um, a joy list. That is a new thing that I've kind of been focusing on as well. Just thinking about the things that really bring me joy in the morning and it really just sets the tone for the day um i also definitely eat breakfast eat breakfast every morning mm, fuck that oh yeah fuck got that. to have i gotta have my scrambled eggs fuck that you're um, crazy no you're shooting you're shooting some foreign foreign concepts here <laughs> before we go farther you I just want to kind of dissect your morning routine because I feel like it's so similar to very uh, various successful morning routines that I've heard through podcasts and YouTube videos, things that I like to do. You don't jazzercise, so that's a little upsetting, but you know what I mean? <laughs> There's always room for improvement. So first thing that I really want to touch on is prayer. Um, and I kind of want to ask you just in your own opinion, like why is the power of prayer so powerful why is it so important for you in in a lot of ways really um it's very important for me to believe in something greater than myself um that's that's what really really like brings me comfort and peace and serenity because like i mean you wake up in the morning and you turn on the news mm. like 
if you don't believe in anything greater than yourself, I, yeah. I think that's really yeah. going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, well, I just, yeah. you know, because there's so much shit. You know, yeah. Garbage. There's a fucking, oh my God, just, there's so much, yeah. you know, going on. But as long as, like, I believe in, I choose to call my higher power God, but I I also sort of think of it as many different things. Like, I'm not a um, straight Baptist or Methodist or anything like that. Like, I also believe in the powers of the universe Mm. and karma and... You know, all of those things. But God is just what it's easy to call him or her. Um, and so that's what I do. But, um, you know, it. so long as I'm believing in something greater than me, like, I know that he's got me. And I'm, I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm going to thrive in this world because that's what he intended for me to do. Mm. You know, my higher power brought me through the dark days of addiction in order to thrive and help others. That is, I mean, I'm absolutely certain that that's the only reason that I survived those terrible times. Um, Yeah, I was there. I couldn't think of any other reason why you would have made it through that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of shit. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, if you meet me today, a lot of people who I've just recently met say they can't picture it, and and I guess that's a good thing, but um, I'll tell you, like, I've been there, and I've done it, and I walked through it, um, and if I can walk through it, anyone can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the higher power and prayer. Uh, Absolutely. Because like you said, there's definitely a lot of faith involved. Um, you know, I, and, and it, it's it kind of goes back to like the lies that we tell ourselves. Like I feel like I, I definitely wasn't super open to the idea of putting my trust in something that wasn't physically provable to me. Right. But I lied to myself for so long that I believed my own lies. So going back and uncovering that and and just, you know, my sponsor told me fucking pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every night. Had no idea why, but the more that I did it, the more I believed. And it was because I was talking to nobody but myself and my higher power and developed the concept of what that looked like. Um Right. I think it has a huge impact on your psychological functioning and like your your subconscious mind just feeling the comfort of like if I do this and fail or succeed, it's meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. And it also just the concept of living in God's will or your higher powers will, you know, that's a real quick and easy way for me to evaluate decisions that I'm trying to make. Like, Mm -hmm. is this Hannah's will or is this God's will? And if it's God's will, it's usually the right thing to do. Hannah's will, eh, 
may not be the right thing. <laughs> um, so what if it's the same thing? That's a good question. What if, if what if your will is God's will at that point? If my will is God's will, then I think it's the right thing. And sometimes my will is God's will. Right. You know, there there are actually a lot of times when it is nowadays. Yeah. You know, didn't used Wasn't to the be. Beginning, right. Yeah. But you know, I have grown into a better person who like lives by principles and standards. I know, like what a concept. That's fucking crazy. Um, and so like a lot of times, you know, my instinct is like to do the right thing. And I think that that does align with what he would have me do. Um, but there are also times when it doesn't. There are also times when I have a really bad idea. <laughs> and, you know, I I have to evaluate that and really, like, ask myself, is this God's will? Mm. And, you know, like, when it's not, then... It's not the direction in which I should go. So for, for people in early recovery, in early recovery, let's say, um, hopefully there are people like that listening. Uh, say you just ignore the, 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 the signs on the side of the road and decide like I'm going to go towards my will. But then you realize very quickly that this is not the way that you're going. Or the way that you need to be going. Like, how do you backtrack? How do you recognize that this isn't what you should be doing? How do you, like, pull yourself out of that mode and and reset? I think a lot of times it's by calling myself out. Hmm. Um, You know, like, I've called you before when, like, (laughs) I was on my way to make a bad decision. Um and a lot of times, like, if I'm running it by someone else and I'm saying it out loud, mm-hmm. then I, I'll i come up with the answer myself. I'll be like, oh, like, um, no, that's that sounds really crazy and that's a terrible idea. Yeah. But, um, you know, speaking to someone else and allowing them to hold me accountable is definitely one of the big ones. Um so for those of you listening, prayer is heavy, but your network is also heavy. It's also imperative. You always have to have people that you can run shit by, at least people that you can talk to, whether it be a therapist, whether it be a guidance counselor, whether it be the fucking guy that's sitting outside of 8111 picking up cigarette butts because he ran out of Newports yesterday and doesn't have a place to stay. You should always find somebody to be able to put your problems out there to and talk to. And I think that's a very big um, benefit from praying because sometimes, you know, not always, sometimes I like to pray for myself, right? Yeah. Um, And I get in that mode. But a lot of times when I'm praying for myself, I realize like, holy fuck, I'm so selfish and I'm such a piece of shit and I'm praying for all this stuff. And like, I have so much control over. I just don't want to put the work in or the effort to actually do it. I'm praying for it to fall into my lap. A lot of times when I've, when I hear myself praying, 
I can pull myself back and be like, okay, well, like, if you really want this bad enough, you shouldn't fucking have to rely on your higher power because it's not something that he or she is specifically supposed to do for you. Like, this is something that you need to take a look at. And if you really want this and you want to make it happen, you need to pull out all the stops yourself through action. Um, and that's usually where I go to my network and I fucking call y'all and I throw y'all some crazy ideas. And they're usually just huge, far-fetched, like, how the fuck are you going to do that? Don't pull out $20,000 and put it in the stock market. Like, you know, but, <laughs> but these are the thoughts that I have. And I can't always depend on myself to call myself out on my crazy thoughts. Because sometimes pulling out $20,000 and putting it in stocks sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, I mean, and like our thinking is, is skewed. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can really, really think that something is a good idea. And... Until I say it out loud to someone else, and then I realize that, like, that's why I have to talk to people in my network. Oh, yeah. Um, so, what else? So, uh, oh, I just also wanted to add, um, when you were talking about prayer and feeling like that made you selfish. So, I recently... I've always felt the same way about that. And I was talking with my sponsor um, about something that I, you know, really wanted to bring into my life. And, um, you know, like I told her, I'm going to get vulnerable with you guys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I told her, I was like, you know, I just like wonder where my love is and when, like, that's going to come. Yeah. And she's like, well, have you, have you prayed about it? And I was like, well, no. Like, I, I try not to, like, selfishly pray. And she's like, but you, so you don't, like, invite God into that part of your life? Like, maybe you should. Mm. And that, that was some good shit. Yeah, that's heavy. Because I probably wouldn't have ever thought of that or done it. And it's like, why can't you invite him or her into all areas of your life? And it's like, at the same time, you know, the saying goes, ask and you shall receive. Mm. You know, so it's like, it can go either way. Yeah. Like, praying that God drops a Ferrari off in front of your apartment is probably, you know, might be a little too much. Yeah, but... he hasn't showed up with mine yet, so <laughs> I'll let you know when that works. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting on my Range Rover, but, yeah. you know, so I think that that's sort of a double-edged sword, if you will. I like that, though. I like that. You gotta get vulnerable and allow your higher power into different areas of your life. Exactly. Shout out Lily. Yeah. Lily, that's some good shit. You're <laughs> going to come on here next and explain to us a little bit more in depth how you figured that one out. <laughs> um, moving forward, uh, you spoke about gratitude. You know, that's a fucking, that's a heavy pillar too. Yeah. That's a super heavy pillar. 
I mean, like I said, you know, gratitude. If you want to have a good day, start it with gratitude. Mm. Um, it's just like I can't begin to like verbalize how important it is. And like, so if we go into like law of attraction, right? Like you, you receive what you put out. Mm -hmm. Well, if you are going through the day feeling ungrateful and just like thinking about all of the things that you don't have, you're going to, like a lot of times we think all these negative thoughts and we bring them to life Mm -hmm. because we're constantly thinking of them. Well, if we start in gratitude and we're really like reflecting on the things that we have and the things that we're grateful for, it just brings up our frequency. And then we attract a much different like level of energy and the likelihood of the things you want manifesting in your life is so much higher. Um, And I think for me, like it's really important to be very specific. Um, You know, it's not just a standard, like I'm grateful for, you know, my house, my family, my car. It's, you know, I write in depth about moments And things that have taken place that I'm really, really grateful for in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, it's also really cool to go back and read. Yeah. I think another heavy piece to that, um, you know, goes down to like a lot of meditation teachers will kind of teach you what to focus on. And that your primary focus is usually what you're going to find. That being said, like if you're driving down the road and somebody tells you to point out or to, you know, for 30 seconds count how many yellow cars you pass, you're going to be able to tell them exactly how many yellow cars you passed in 30 seconds. But if they pull a fast one on you and ask you how many red ones you passed, you're not going to know. And that's because you weren't looking for the red ones. You were looking for the yellow ones. And so having that that pinpoint say that vision again can yeah. you say that again if you look for yellow cars you gonna find yellow cars but you ain't gonna see the red ones and that's huge and that's where the practice of gratitude comes in because if you're if you're thinking about all the things i'm grateful for you know what i mean you're gonna find more things to be grateful for if you're thinking about all the things that i don't fucking have you know how many cars i can tell you i don't have <laughs> fucking millions i don't i don't have any of them i got one and let me tell you what it's a deer magnet if you ever see a dead deer on the side of the road i drove past and hit that sucker okay <laughs> and my car still shows it but i'm great story yeah but i'm grateful <laughs> for that car you know and, and and the reality is is that i can choose to have a positive mindset or a negative mindset and it is directly connected to what I choose to focus on. And when I focus on the things that I'm grateful for and the things that I have that a lot of people don't have the luxury of having, you know, I can definitely turn my mind around and, and be focused and have a more positive outlook on the day 
which in turn is going to motivate you to do new things and do better things and do bigger things. But if you're in a negative mindset and you're just thinking about all the things that you don't have, I mean, to some people that might actually motivate you because you want to get out there and get more, but... Not for me. Not for me. I mean, the the, the only time... You know, I mean, I really can't... So I, I do I do well with with having a bunch of bills that I have to pay. You know what I mean? I I make sure I make more money and and find other ways to make money and try and, you know, go down an entrepreneurial level and and look for different revenues of income because I want to have nice things and I buy nice things and I know that I have to make those payments and then buy food. But that just puts me in a different mind state. That's that's like a grind mindset. Mindset. It's not you know not so much as like I don't have this and so I need to, you know it's 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 fueling me. It's more like you want to fucking live like this, you know. Start living like that, and then you know, sink or swim kicks in, and you're gonna find a way. But that's just where I'm at in my sobriety and the level that I've grown to and the different avenues that I've experimented with, I don't recommend that for anybody. I'm not saying go fucking take out a $250,000 mortgage when you make $7 an hour. Um, it's not what I'm saying, but the concept is is that sometimes you can actually look at the things that you don't have and it motivates you to, to be a little bit better. Right. It's it's the mindset, really, that gratitude puts you in. If you're in a positive mindset and you're using the things that you want and don't have yet to motivate you, that's different than being in an ungrateful, negative headspace. Mm. 100%. Hundo. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your meditation and visualization and like why you feel that's important? Well, um, and preface them like, yeah, let them know he's been into meditation for a long time and experimented with so many different walks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just a quick like recap of, of my meditative experience. Um, and to kind of go back a little bit farther, which kind of brings up my higher power and everything. So I've, I've definitely, you know, done a great deal of reading and studying about different philosophies and religions and stuff like that. Everything from Taoism to Stoicism to... Buddhism to Hinduism and and you know really all the isms I've I've tried to look into as much as possible because like I said earlier I really love um, finding out what people believe because it makes them do great things whatever it is whether it's true or not so that being said I've spent a lot of time at monasteries um, different forms of meditation I've done you know thirty days consecutively with fallen asleep to positive affirmations i've done tons of visualizing i've done tons of descriptive writing uh gratitude lists i've meditated and 
you know, tried to clear my mind completely. I've meditated to watch the inside of my mind work. I've meditated on my character defects, on my resentments. Um, really, you name it, I've, I've tried to do uh, multiple different forms of meditation. And it's, and it's all become incredibly powerful for me because I definitely realize there is a separateness between the thoughts that come into my head and what is actually real. And I'll, I'll kind of explain a little bit deeper in that. The, I can very quickly overanalyze a situation and create a story that is not there, that is not real, that is not likely, that is not expected, that is probably not even something that anybody would ever fucking dream of. But if I think about it enough... I will stew in that, and I will convince myself that it's very real. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, future podcast to come. Boom. The lies we tell ourselves. That's right. But so so I can get into that mode, and and through meditation, I've definitely been able to realize, you know, my thoughts. It, it usually stems as sort of an uncontrollable thought that pops into my head. And then I can either let it pass and go on to the next thought, or I can hold on to that thought. And then when I put energy into that thought, and if you do this yourself, you'll find it's it's a huge, huge amount of power. Um, that energy from that thought turns into an emotion. And so it's no longer just a thought, it's a feeling. And that feeling will change the way that your body feels your posture, your heart rate, your breathing, everything. I mean, this is this is 100% psychological and physiological like science that I've also looked into just because it's so interesting. Um, but so that being said, through meditation, I've noticed the signs when my body feels this way or when I breathe this way, and, and I definitely haven't been able to connect it to every single emotion or anything like that. But I'm very self-aware because I've recognized what sort of thought makes me feel what sort of way and haven't necessarily like gone through the whole entire thing of like feeling angry and then the anger turning into an emotion and then like just like letting it rule my day and figuring out what the actions come. But I know that a thought turns into an emotion or feeling and that does very quickly turn into an action. Um, and then while karma is going to come around, it's going to fucking bite you in the ass. So through meditation, I've definitely found, um, self-awareness and, and, and when I know myself, I feel like I know I'm more connected to my higher power, um, because I'm not operating off of jealousy or fear or, you know, irrational resentments or anything like that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm operating a little bit more purely and I can definitely take criticism. I can take compliments. I can take, you know, I can stand back and look at different options of things. And this has all just been through two years of, of, of practicing multiple different things of, of meditation and, and like I said, affirmations and stuff like that. And it's all what you put into your mind is so incredibly powerful that I think people overlook. And I think as drug addicts, I think it's very imperative that we realize and accept how powerful we are. Even though the first step is, is that we admit that we are powerless over alcohol and drugs as soon as they enter our body and their life becomes unmanageable and we use them 
that does not mean that we are completely powerless because if you ever look back on your past and addiction, if you're anything like me, when I needed to get high, I fucking went and got high. Didn't matter how broke I was. Didn't matter how much I owed the dope dealer. Didn't matter how, how far I had to walk. I made it happen, hands down. I'm pretty sure 99.9% of you listening to this can relate to that. And so there's a lot of power in that. And so, you know, that being said, you definitely kind of tap into this more courageous, self-aware state where, you know, if I put passion and energy towards a thought that's going to help me grow, then through my meditative practices, I can focus on that, that thought and that passion and put a little bit of energy towards it. And it, it definitely has the the tendency to manifest more so than if I just thought, hey, it'd be cool to do this and never fucking did anything about it. Or if I just prayed about it and never did anything. That doesn't fucking work. You know, and so it's so it's really, really figuring out for me how my mind connects to my body and how all of that through motion directly correlates into the actions, whether they be positive or negative. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the circle of, of, of what I've gotten through meditation. Um, and I know everybody has different experiences, not saying that this is the only way or that this is the answer. Believe me, far from having any of the answers, but that's, that's the benefit I've found out of it. Um, and, and I believe anybody who practices meditation, no matter which venue or alley you go down, you're going to find something that benefits you. It's almost fucking... Absolutely. Yeah. It's almost unheard of to meditate and practice meditation and not find any benefits. Absolutely. And there are so many different meditations that are geared towards different feelings and emotions, you know, whether it's anxiety, depression, pain, positive thinking. Yeah. So I'll tell you this real quick story. Um, it's probably like fourth or fifth time at a monastery and I was super entrenched in in visual visualization and, and believe in like, you know what I mean, what you sit and you think about and you put energy towards the most is gonna manifest. And so the monk actually, through the first twenty minute guided meditation, said that he wanted us to visualize your family suffering. Right, and this is not like a off-the-wall Buddhist meditation. This is what they do. Um, this is a very well-practiced Tibetan meditation technique. Is to practice in order to gain sympathy um, and understanding for others. You visualize them, or you imagine, you know, a lot of pain and suffering. And I was not having it. When it, when he said, I want you to visualize this, and I said, fuck you, you crazy bastard, because I'll turn it into real life. I don't want to visualize my fucking family feeling hurt or anything like that. And so it was one thing that I just ruled off immediately. Like, I'm not going to do that because I believe in this. But there's so many fucking, that's just one way to preface. Like, there's so many different ways of meditating. Like, in order to develop compassion, some people genuinely sit and imagine harm to their family and them taking over that harm and taking that harm onto themselves which is 
Wow. Yeah, mind-blowing. Yeah. Just goes to show that there's so many different practices out there. I'm a simple guided meditation girl, (laughs) but for sleep or anxiety, I've done it for pain management too. Um, But my favorite form is just visualization of the future and like what I want to manifest. That gets me pumped up. Um, So would you say, like, who motivates you? Hmm. So are we talking about like motivational speakers or friends and family or? Let's do both. God, okay. Okay. This is such a... Quick, we'll do friends and family first, and then we'll go into... Okay, so my my immediate network, and I'm not going to put any names out there because I don't really want to, like, break anybody's anonymity or or anything like that, but my my immediate network are the people who typically inspire me the most because they allow me to freely speak the ideas and the thoughts and the goals and the dreams that I have in mind and they usually like sometimes I say that's fucking crazy and I really want to show them wrong um, and show them that it's possible and sometimes they're like on board and it just validates you know hey this could be something good Um, as far as like motivational speakers and stuff go I mean it really just depends on what I'm trying to get done Um, there's multiple different solid ones if you want to get into like spirituality and something that motivates you to connect a little bit differently. Wayne, Wayne Dyer, um, Alan Watts. You've got some crazy fuckers like Terrence McKenna, who's like all about, you know, DMT and LSD and, and connecting through like shamanism and crazy fucking stuff. Uh, you've got Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart who are like super fucking, you know, just logically driven and who just do things just because it makes sense and don't want to stop. Um, you've got Tony Robbins, who just makes you really want to kind of like find potential power in your life. You've got Gary Vee, who tells you fucking push a ton of content. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on as far as like, you know, it really just depends on what specifically I'm trying to find motivation for. And to initially develop that list i had to find the motivation to find something that motivates me yes and and so that sparked the search i would not know of any of these names and you never will either if you don't first think to yourself like i want to find something that fires me up what am i going to do i'm going to fucking listen to podcasts uh youtube channels i'm going to search this stuff because if you type that in like they're going to come up yes and like i do want to add quickly that I remember when I was like brand new, probably like the first six months into recovery. Um, and I remember a mentor of mine telling me that she would watch motivational videos when, you know, she was just feeling down or not motivated. And I just remember thinking that that sounded so far fetched and like, you know, I don't need or want to do that. Um, it just sound like, sounded like a foreign idea to me. Um, and when I finally like decided to try it, I was hooked 
Mm. Like, it, it makes a hell of a difference. More than you know unless you go and try it. And it's like, once you try something like that and you like it, then you're going through, you know, different content. You're going into the podcast. You're you know, getting into different challenges. I mean, there's just so much remarkable content and media out there. Um, And it can very, very well, like, lift you up and motivate you um, much more than you may think. Mm. Um, I was definitely skeptical and I'm glad that, you know, I listened to somebody else. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So if you had a finalizing couple words, uh, uh, a synapse of your motivation, what could you throw together for this closing snapshot? Oh... It's a fucking curveball. Faith, love, gratitude, and connection. What about yours? I would say in order to find motivation, you have to first motivate yourself to get motivated. What? That's a fucking. What? That's a. That's that definitely sounds like a fucking cheese ball thing to say. But if you lack motivation and you need to find different ways to motivate yourself, you have to get fired up enough to about, look for it. Yeah, I mean you're not. You're never gonna do it. Like I could sit around and just think, I'd love to be so much more motivated. But if I don't pump myself up to like. Instead of listening to Lil Uzi Vert at the gym, put on a podcast. <laughs> I'm never gonna make those changes, and that's that's basically the sacrifice that's gonna create capital gains and credible growth, like whatever you're looking for in your life. It'll change the game. Oh yeah, it truly will. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I also, you know, just want to put out there that, like, you, your life is just so worth being motivated for, and you guys are all, like, so capable of doing big things, you know, just really, really, like, listen, listen to Ethan, like, just get motivated enough to go and try to mm. get motivated. Yeah. And if all else fails, Lil Pump's got some pretty cool shit out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever need like some extra motivation on the side, feel free to reach out to us. We love to receive messages from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Facebook as the Rock Bottom Foundation. Yes. Like us, follow us if you would like to hear more of our content. Um, and if you would like to hear a certain topic discussed, please um, comment or message. 
we would, you know, this is for you guys. Like, you know, so what do you want to hear? That's more important than anything that he or I want to talk about. Yeah, thousand percent. That being said, you know, we're, we're, we're ultimately here for you guys. We've, we've developed a level of service in our lives and we know that through service, we stay sober. That's right. And so that's ultimately, whether you're there now, whether you get to it, whether that's not going to be the thing that keeps you sober, that's what does it for us. Never feel like a burden. Never feel like we might not have time for you. That is what we are here. That is what our purpose is for. And that's what we love to do. So that being said, we thank you guys so much for listening to the Rock Bottom Foundation podcast. Please stay tuned in, like, comment, share, repeat. Um, you never know if anything that we ca- we say or anything that we post could change somebody's life, maybe save their life. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Tune in next time. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.